0: It was suddenly like I was the enemy, he was the enemy, and you know it was this political debate that was that was just ongoing. It was almost like I represented the liberal in their school.
1: It was pretty plain as day. Like yeah, she was a, she was a liberal teacher. Uh, we lived in a very just conservative area, and she did get a few calls from parents, I think about spreading her, you know, socialist agenda or whatever.
2: This is What My Students Taught Me, the podcast that dives deep into the unique challenges of the teacher-student relationship. I'm Sarah Carr. Teacher Ashley Lamb Sinclair first met student Connor Cummings in her sophomore year English class nearly five years ago. After several years teaching in Louisville, Ashley had just started a new job at North Oldham High School located in a comparatively affluent and conservative suburb. Ashley was about to go on maternity leave. In the days before her departure, she and Connor had a great rapport.
0: When I first met Connor, he was sitting in the front row of my classroom, and I was very pregnant at the time, um, about three weeks away from my due date. and we were talking about um, that he my daughter would be a Virgo, and he's a Virgo. I'm kind of an astrology nerd, so immediately we had this great connection.
1: I was initially pretty drawn to her as a person. She has a very uh, she has a very welcoming personality. So I was drawn to that.
2: When Ashley returned from leave, the dynamic had shifted. On the surface, at least, it had everything to do with politics. She had put up a photo of Obama on her classroom wall. At her previous schools, the photo had been a source of intense pride for the students. But at North Oldham, some of Ashley's students perceived her politics as a kind of personal affront. The school had other openly liberal teachers, and Ashley wondered if they targeted her more, partly because she was a woman and
0: young. And it was it was a culture shock. I just Kids had been mad at me before because, you know, I was tough on them, or I called home, or, you know, a, a million reasons that a, a teenager will be upset in an adult. But being upset at me, it, it felt almost like a personal attack on who I was as a human being.
2: Connor was the ringleader of much of the resistance. When hot-button social and political issues came up, he often gave Ashley a very hard time. She remembers the clashes pretty vividly, while Connor's memory is fuzzier. It would be years before Ashley fully understood everything that had been going on in Connor's life outside of school that spring.
0: That, you know, initial bond that we had over astrology and, and his playing the guitar and music that we liked and shared together was gone.
1: We did clash I can't remember any specific instances but I do know that like we clashed and I know that I remember my feelings at that time and you know wanting to clash I remember that I remember the wanting to clash with this person It just became so tense between us and he would not
0: open up to me Um, he wouldn't, I mean, he just wouldn't. No matter what I did or said or how we approached it, it was just, we were just so locked into this dynamic of being enemies, you know, so to speak.
2: Although Connor doesn't remember specific clashes nearly as clearly as Ashley, they both recall the charged emotion he felt one day when the conversation turned to gay marriage.
0: Uh, we were talking we had a class discussion in a Socratic circle and the issue came up and I kind of I could tell it was going down a path that was not appropriate or respectful and I kind of shut it down and I was like we're let's let's come back and um and he just exploded.
1: I haven't felt that kind of passion in a very long time.
0: Stood up, knocked over a desk.
1: I remember like just getting really up in rage and like throwing tables and I think like she was Yelling, and I was yelling.
0: Pointed his finger at me, and I don't remember exact quote, but something along the lines of liberals like you are ruining the country or something like that.
1: I do not remember what I said, unfortunately. I wish I did because it was probably pretty comical.
0: Of course, I called the office and had him removed from my class. and And then we went about our business, you know, for the rest of the year, kind of, you know, he and I had some conversations. I tried to talk to him, like, what's going on, like, what is happening with you toward me and you know he was 15 like i don't think he could even articulate it you know what he was feeling and why he was feeling what he felt
1: she took me to like the counselor's office and i remember like she tried to have a rational discussion with me and which i mean is a bad move but uh you know she's basically just like my feelings are hurt like i am hurt as a person and you know i don't know i was I was like, I don't care, you know, like, me too. You <laughs> know, I don't know, I just, I did not care at all. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that did happen. I remember she did try to kind of have, like, a sit-down and talk with me. I remember, like, there was, like, a, like, a stress ball involved. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs>
2: when the school year ended, they had a break. A year passed, and in those months, Connor grew as a person, By the time his senior year arrived, he made a gesture that surprised Ashley, requesting to take a creative writing class with her.
0: When his name was on my roster for creative writing, I kind of, like, freaked out. Like, is this some kind of trick? (laughs) Is this his, like, senior prank? He's like, I'm going to, you know, forever, you know, torment Miss Lamb.
2: Connor says he became more open-minded during his junior year and developed a belated respect for Ashley. He also had some lingering guilt.
1: I had a lot of guilt about the things that I had done. And, you know, like any uh, human, I wanted to absolve myself of guilt somehow, which I still don't think I did.
2: Ashley noticed right away that he was a changed person. He had friends who were openly gay, and he had stopped giving her grief over her politics. She wondered what had changed in his life and in his outlook. Yet the two still didn't really talk. It was like they had a silent agreement to let the past be the past. In fact, it wasn't until two more years had passed and Connor had graduated from high school that they finally got to the bottom of what had happened. Ashley invited Connor to meet for coffee. She thought maybe he could teach her something about how and why people change.
0: I think what prompted me to do that is because again, this was an election year even a more intense one than 2012. And I started to have these, you know, issues with students, not at the same level that I did with Connor, but um, I started to feel that same tension in my classroom. And I also started to struggle myself, like, what good, what impact could I have on this kind of thinking of just blinder, you know, one-sided, not wanting to empathize or think about other people.
1: I mean, I was totally down to talk, whatever, you know, bygones or bygones.
2: Ashley and Connor discovered that they had dramatically different takes on what had happened four years earlier. In Ashley's mind, it was mostly about politics and maybe a little bit about the fact that she was a female and young. She hadn't realized at the time the extent to which Connor had been coping with overwhelming grief.
0: He didn't remember it was an election year. He didn't remember most of, like, my clear memories about our interaction. He didn't remember the outburst in the class. So, <laughs> you know, and, and that all kind of came down to, you know, like, his openness and willingness now to talk about what happened to him as a freshman.
1: I remember try to think of it, like a sequence of events, but it was right when I was 15, my uncle Rick died, um, and then it it was just like one right after another, after Rick, uh, my uh, Aunt Mary, his older sister, died on my grandmother's birthday, and then my grandmother died, and then my grandfather died, like all just one right after another, and you know when you're that young you don't really think about death at all Uh, uh, I don't know it's hard to talk about I don't know I was 15 so it was pretty pretty shitty (laughs) and I don't know it still messes with me I just wish I would have been older like I don't know I was just young and kind of didn't know what was happening the hardest part is my dad like they were all my dad's younger siblings and you know he just I just hope he's okay I don't know we never talked about it and that's That's the hardest part, I think.
0: Teenagers don't know how to, you know, not that they don't know, but, like, grief is, like, a difficult thing for someone who's just figuring out who they are and how to interact in the world. So I think, like, almost like that grief and that trauma was like a cloud for him.
1: I was just angry. I was a very angry individual, very, uh, yeah, I was very mad about a lot of stuff. And there was really nowhere to put that. So I think I just put it there, honestly. And I mean, the opportunity presented itself. You know, we got to speak openly and whatnot. And so I think there's where I put all my anger.
2: There's no question that Ashley experienced a lot of overt hostility about politics while teaching at North Oldham. But Connor says it wasn't really about that for
1: him. My philosophies of whatever the hell we're not that solidified at 15 so yeah i don't know i'd, I'd say next to none of it was actually political uh that's when uh, when me and ashley uh talked you know she told me she's like you're really, like we fought so much it was election year you know and i i had forgotten i didn't know it was uh an election year at all because i guess that's what it was about for her because you know she did have solidified philosophy and whatnot but i, I mean i didn't care i, I just was angry she was just kind of like this conduit for my everything that was going horribly wrong for me as a child. (laughs) That she was just this person that I just let loose all this stuff onto.
2: Ashley didn't learn quite what she expected from Connor about his political transformation, but both of them received a poignant reminder of how hard it is to truly empathize with another person.
0: Forget about as a teacher, it's it's more about as a human being. Like th- that that conversation and the lesson I learned from Connor is that usually people people are behaving in a way that they are, and it most likely has nothing to do with you.
1: <laughs> in communication, when someone makes you mad, you have to forgive them and move on, because these things, they just stem from, you know, either ignorance or pain. So you, you have to forgive people for the things they say.
2: Somewhat ironically, Connor told Ashley that day that the teacher he most liked from high school had also been the most vulnerable with him.
1: Mr. Gabart. Yeah, he was a great guy. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget. I mean, he just would always tell us when he's having a bad day and why. And, uh, you know, he was honest in that way. I mean, he was open to make himself vulnerable to me, and he listened. You know, what more, what more can you want from a person?
2: <laughs> it's entirely possible that even if Ashley had been more open with Connor, the 15-year-old version of him would still have been a pain in the ass. But his comment about vulnerability made her think.
0: Probably my big takeaway from it was, you know, like he talked about his favorite teacher at the time who was very vulnerable and real. And and I guess I kind of realized that was the kind of teacher that I had been. And I had been pretending. I had been covering that up with my students unintentionally as a defense mechanism, you know, as a way to protect so that I didn't ha- go through that again. And I realized that that was probably wrong you know at the end of the day like as much as we want to turn teaching into a science it's not you know we're talking about human beings who are interacting and building relationships and working with other human beings it's going to be messy it's going to be ugly and it's not going to be perfect but I realized that being vulnerable with my students shows my humanity to them which makes them feel comfortable and safe to show theirs to me
2: Under duress, Ashley might have grown too impersonal with her students at times, yet she never backed away from talking about difficult issues entirely, even when she faced considerable pushback. She never took down the photo of Obama, even when some colleagues urged her to. And she never stopped having lively political discussions in her class, even when she knew that a student like Connor might explode.
0: It was a terrible year for me, like, just you know, what is, just questioning my abilities as an educator, questioning, you know, who I was as a person, um, it was, it was not a good year, but I have to say that even though I did reflect and maybe change my demeanor and change my approach a little bit, I did not stop talking about tough issues. Like I didn't, you have to understand that you are not the only person in the world with an opinion and I did not relent on that ever.
2: In 2016, Ashley was named Kentucky's Teacher of the Year. She left North Oldham this spring to take a job as an instructional coach. Connor is 20 years old, he's married, and he's studying for a degree in physics. This podcast was created by The Teacher Project, an education reporting fellowship at Columbia Journalism School. It was produced by Mallory Falk. Thanks to Aaliyah Wong and to Matt Thompson at The Atlantic for their support and to Louisville Public Media for sharing their studio space and a big shout out to Connor and to Ashley for sharing their stories with us.